Welcome to 8 with 8, a podcast from Ohio State Support Team 8, where we share what's on our minds and what's in the research from the field of education. This week, we're actually sharing not only what's on our minds, but what's on our hearts, the rising crisis of educator burnout. This week's episode features Frank Gant, one of SST8's educational consultants, and Kim Labriola, the community and family partner liaison at Summit Educational Service Center. They're going to take a few minutes today to discuss considerations and best practices to ensure that you and your staff are mentally, emotionally, and physically refreshed in order to best serve your students and community. Kim, it's good to see you and thank you for being here today. We're going to spend some time discussing awareness and strategies to use with ourselves and staff on self-care and avoiding burnout. Well, thanks for having me, Frank. We know that the last two years have been pretty trying for educators since COVID has happened. Schools were closing down, leading to virtual learning, then reopening the classroom doors with helping kids to relearn the school routine. A lot of this has led to burnout for teachers, and I refer to this as occupational hazards. A lot of teachers since COVID has happened are dealing with what we call secondary traumatic stress which is emotional distress that a person experiences from the trauma of working with other people that have been traumatized. Teachers are having a higher rate of burnout, leading to exhaustion and disengagement from their own profession, showing decreased performance, not getting involved, and decreased motivation. Then they also are suffering from what I refer to as vicarious trauma, the cost of caring, compassion fatigue, Trauma affects teachers' brains just as much as it does children's. This can also impact the relationship between the student and teacher. Traumatized children can really tug at our hearts and our souls. You know, recently I saw a survey where 78% of educators feel physically and emotionally exhausted at the end of the day. I would believe that. You know, so is there a hope that we'll see a shift in education? So is there anything we can truly do about it? And so we're going to talk a little bit about awareness and purpose. And so some other great stats that, uh, well, I shouldn't say they're great stats, but, you know, some information that I've seen lately is over the past decade, teacher preparation programs have decreased 50%. That's a huge concern. And I think many of our districts are dealing with those, those issues now, currently, as they try to staff you know, where they don't have the applicants they once did. And two-thirds of the stat teachers leave for the profession for reasons other than retirement. That's a, that's a big one. But the one that really hit home a little bit was the average teacher receives 100 emails per day. And surprisingly, we respond to those emails within six seconds of receiving them. So, you know, as a, I'm sure there's some Cleveland Browns offensive lineman out there that would be happy to run a 40-yard dash in six seconds. But just imagine how quickly we were responding to people. And is that adding some additional stress, some additional things leading to burnout for our educators? Well, Frank, I, I have to agree with you. And I think that what teachers and educators nowadays need to focus on is self-care. It is so important to take time out for yourself. And, you know, self-care isn't about finding a way to escape from your life, but basically it's about making a life you don't need to escape from. When you self-care, you feel better. So incorporate self-care if you can every day into your daily routine. You know, we all have stuff. What that stuff is, is very different from person to person. And there isn't one magic way to deal with it. 
Most of us even have more than one stuff. So there's a lot of work to be done in that area. If it means going to therapy to deal with depression or anxiety over the pandemic, maybe you need to do that or things that are just going on in your personal life. It might mean taking care of your pers- your physical health by seeing your doctor about things that you've been putting off or ignoring. It might even mean getting your finances in order. Whatever the problem is that you've been putting off, try not to ignore it anymore. It's time to take it on and do something about it. Part of self-care is also just taking care of our overall basic needs as individuals. Um, We need to be healthy as educators in order to help the students in our classroom. And when we are stressed, I think it's amazing how our bodies end up craving carbs, fat, and salt. So we need to be cognizant of what are we eating? Eat the real food. Um, And this is because our bodies don't understand the difference between different sources of stress. When we eat the carbs, fat, and salt, it actually releases what I would refer to as a healthy, happy chemical in your brain, just like serotonin. Be cautious of the foods you are eating and think healthy. Another thing that I think we need to take into consideration is hydrate. Our body needs water to survive. Every cell, tissue, and organ needs water. Water is needed for good overall health. And how many of us have been putting off our sleep? Okay, sleep is more than just downtime. A lot of important work is being done while you are asleep. The brain is doing work of consolidating and storing information and experiences. It's also trying to make sense of anything new, different, or disturbing and unsettling. Our body is doing a lot of work and repair from any injuries and to fight off and recover from illness when we are sleeping. When we are sleeping, it's like doing a cognitive, emotional, and physical recharge. Exercise. Frank, do you like to exercise? Do you get out there and walk during the day on your lunch break? I see you out there sometimes. Do you like to walk? On the weekends, I get a good lift in and get a little jogging. Although what I do is not really considered a jog. It's more... A pace slightly faster than a walk. (laughs) Well, you know, humans aren't designed to be primarily sedentary. Our bodies and mind work better together when we exercise. It improves our brain health. It reduces negative stress, such as the fight or flight response. And it actually reduces cortisol within our body. Well, next, Kim, let's do a call to action. So what are some things we can particularly give our audience things to take back and to do. One strategy that you can do is think about what gives your life meaning. Recognize what makes life meaning for you and make time to do that. Maybe it is spending more time with your kids, your family, your loved ones. It might be getting involved in outside activities, maybe becoming a board member on a certain organization that you really have a lot of love for. It might be getting back to religious religious and cultural beliefs, and it might be just going out there and doing some hobbies that you've been um, missing out on doing that you used to love. Savor the experience. Get out there and do anything that gives your life meaning. Another suggestion I would have is we can't do it ourselves. Create a team. So those building leaders, those district leaders, create a team to tackle some of this together, and you'll get some great ideas from it. Also, those building leaders and district leaders, 
give permission to your staff to shut it down. You know, give them permission to take care of themselves first and make sure that they're ready for the next day. Also, give permission for your teams to set boundaries. For example, not to talk shop through text after a certain time or check emails at a certain time of night. Although some people might really, that might be a self-care strategy in itself is to check the emails late at night so they didn't have it bombarded in the morning. And Frank, but, that is certainly me. Um, I like, that is my self-care, checking my emails throughout the night, responding back so that I don't have to worry about that right away in the morning. So yes, you have to recognize what is your own self-care? It's very different for each of us at an individual level. But it comes down to having the conversation with your staff really in getting to know them so you can make some of those decisions and give permission either way. I think another aspect is to encourage people to have fun, make people smile and laugh. There's a great, great website. I know we probably shouldn't be plugging, but you know, there's some called passiton.com. It has some great videos, some tear jerkers, some smiles. And you know, that's a good way of just bringing, bringing levity to the moment and enjoying being around each other. If you're looking for any additional information or resources on the topics, here are a couple of things that you can look for. Just recently on the Today Show, they had the topic on quiet quitting. Is this good or is it bad? Check it out. See what you think about it. CNN had a great story on Sunday Scares, and I know that is a thing, and many people have to work through that and the anxiety that comes from starting to work week. I think also take a look at the Professional Quality of Life website. So, Kim, I would like to thank you again for joining me today. It's been a great conversation. I look forward to continuing finding additional resources to support educators in the areas of self-care. Thanks for having me, Frank. And that's it for another episode of 8 with 8. Thanks for joining us. We know that this has been a very trying season for educators. And so we just want to take this opportunity to give our most heartfelt thanks to everyone who is going above and beyond to make sure that school continues to be a place of safety, belonging, and growth for all learners. We see how hard you work. We honor your commitment to high quality education, and we are so grateful for the opportunity to serve you. Be sure to join us next week as we delve into some early childhood applications of PBIS. Did you know the PBIS can give you a major leg up when it comes to preschool licensing and step up to quality? We'll see you back here next week as we tell you how.